If you were born sometime in the 19s, you might remember those old analog car radios. Oh, my friends, there were no screens, no touch screens, just two knobs you had to turn with a pipe wrench to find the radio station you want. And then you ended up with all kinds of sounds like, God bless the brood, one centimeter to the right, saddle up your horses. And then go too far and you'll hear, you're listening to National Public Radio for about an hour. It was hard to find what you're looking for. You had to turn the knob to just the right place on the radio and keep it right there to keep it from getting drowned out by bad twang or bad news. I am awed again and again at the breathtaking design God built into creation. God turned the dials to just the right settings throughout time and space to make sure we could live on this blue and green globe. Science calls it fine-tuning. Earth was designed just for us. Dr. Stephen Miller wrote, quote, Take the expansion rate of the universe, which is fine-tuned to one part in a trillion, 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 trillion. That is, if it were changed by one part in either direction, a little faster, a little slower, we could not have a universe capable of sustaining life. Maybe this looks fine-tuned because there is a fine-tuner. End quote. But does it have to be that way? Could it all have happened by chance? Darwin couldn't explain how it began. But could he be right to believe it all just happened by chance over billions of years? I mean, really, how hard could it be to produce a planet that could support life? Well, at first, scientists didn't think it was that hard. Just a little bit tougher than a science fair project, but not much. They believed all we needed was a star. And to stay the right distance away from that star, and voila, we've got life. Well, that's not so hard. Surely one of the other planets is going to get that right. So scientists pointed their antennas toward the heavens and listened for anything that sounded like intelligent life out there. And you know what they heard? They heard silence. They listened for a few more years, and they heard more silence. They've been listening now for almost 60 years, and they still hear as much silence as parents hear when they ask, who wants to help clean out the garage? So they crunched the numbers, and now we're up to 200 boxes to check just to be able to produce a planet to sustain life. Which makes me wonder, why us? Why is Earth the teacher's pet? If we all got here through a random explosion, well, why not another planet? Why is Earth so fine-tuned to the right mix of this and that to make sure we can go to sleep at night with confidence Earth will still be here when we wake up? Hey, good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry, and you are listening to God and Goldilocks on Simplify. probably didn't wake up thinking this, but it's true. If the earth were just two degrees closer or farther from the sun, there would be no more water and there would be no more life and we would all die. If gravity changes just a minute amount, there'd be too little water we need or too many toxins we don't and we would all die. If the earth tilts just a little more, our climate would make life impossible, tilts just a little less and we would lose too much real estate and we would all die. If the moon was a little smaller or a little farther, you guessed it, we would all die. So science calls this the Goldilocks principle. The distance, the speed, the law of gravity, the angle of the axis, it's not too far, it's not too close, not too fast, not too slow, not too steep, not too shallow. Porridge is not too hot, it's not too cold. It's all just right. Somehow, it's all just right. 
One of science's flagship magazines is called Discover, and Discover magazine said, and I quote, the universe is unlikely, very unlikely, deeply, shockingly unlikely, end quote. The best explanation for its very intelligent design is a very intelligent designer. One of the most fascinating areas I discovered while studying this was just what a good friend Jupiter has been to us. Before you go to sleep tonight, you should thank God for our good friend Jupiter. Jupiter is 300 times larger than Earth, and it lives two doors down in our solar system. And it takes the hits for most of the comets for us. Jupiter shields us from comets that would collide with us and take us out. If it were not for Jupiter, we would be hit about a thousand more times by comets than we already are. God positioned Jupiter at just the right size and just the right place to be our full-time neighborhood bodyguard. Dr. Robin Collins said, quote, Say you were way out in space and threw a dart toward Earth. The chances of the universe fine-tuning itself to support life like it does would be the chance of that dart hitting a bullseye one trillion of a trillionth of an inch, end quote. That is pretty good. Did we somehow beat those odds, those inconceivable odds, and did we somehow just get it all right by chance, or was it all fine-tuned? Because there is a fine-tuner. Could it be that we can hear the radio exactly like we need to hear it because somebody has turned the knobs? Could it be that it looks like it was created because there is a creator? For me, the scripture answers the cosmic questions in one verse science has tried to answer for thousands of years. In the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. We never need to be ashamed to have unwavering faith in a God who created us. No matter what your biology teacher or philosophy professor may teach, you can look up to the sky, smile, and nod when you read the 19th Psalm. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. The skies display His craftsmanship. Day after day, they continue to speak. Night after night, they make Him known. They speak without a sound or word. Their voice is never heard, and yet their message has gone throughout the earth and their words to all the world. One discovery after another is leading leading scientists to question their faith in a universe made by chance and to place their faith in a creator who created it all and created them all. And this creator did not just fire it up in siesta since the beginning. We read a parallel passage to Genesis 1 in the New Testament in John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and life was the light of men. And light shines in darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. And here's the beauty of the gospel message. And that Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Here's the beauty of it. Our Creator came to be our Savior. He certainly could have stayed where it was safe, where He was surrounded by too many angels to count, sitting on a throne high above all the danger. But He came. For you and me, He came. To know pain and cold and heat and hunger and thirst and temptation and trials and betrayal, He came. He came to feel what it's like to be one of us and then eventually to give his life for all of us. God's promise to us in the 21st century is just as powerful as his promise to them in the first century. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. If you think what he did with stars and skies is impressive, 
Just watch and see what beauty he creates in people he gave his life for. He creates us brand new. Thank God we're not what we used to be. If you need God to create something new in you, especially at the beginning of this new year, all you need to do is ask. That step is called repentance. We come to God sorry for the things we've done and for the mess we've made, and we ask him to forgive us, and thank God by his grace he will. If you've never been baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, you can be, and you need to be. According to the Bible, water baptism in Jesus' name is for the remission of our sins. Jesus pays the price for our sins and washes them away through baptism. And once we've been forgiven of our sins, we're ready to receive the gift of his spirit. That's what the Apostle Paul referred to as being in Christ. And that is what it means to have Christ in us. I'd like us to pray right now. Number one, for God to increase our faith, to believe that he did in fact create it all that he's behind it all, that he made it all. He is the maker of heaven and earth. And if he did that, just imagine what he wants to do in your life. Then ask him to do it. Lord Jesus, we love you. Increase our faith. God, in a world that is constantly trying to edge you out, increase our faith. For those of us who have never seen you, never heard your voice, those of us who have never tangibly touched you like the disciples could, increase our faith, Lord. Help us to believe you created it all. You made it all. You are behind it all. And Lord, do in us what you want to do. What you did with the the world, the skies, the planets, the sun, the moon, the stars, all of it's amazing. Do that kind of creative work in us, Lord. Make us brand new. For those who are addicted, set them free and make them brand new. For those who have a past they cannot erase, they're not proud of, set them free and make them brand new. For all of us who have never yet repented, never been baptized in your name or filled with your spirit, Let today be the day that you change us, transform us, recreate us, and in you we become a new creation. Let all this happen according to your precious name, according to your will. We pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Simplify listeners. Be sure to subscribe and share so you and your friends don't ever have to miss an episode of Simplify. You'll know exactly when every episode drops, and you'll be right there to be able to listen and to continue walking closer with Jesus. If you do not already have an apostolic home church, a church that believes and preaches exactly what the apostles believed and preached in the Bible, I encourage you to go to upci.org. That stands for United Pentecostal Church International, upci.org. There's a church search, and you can look according to zip code or city, or even if you know a pastor's name you're looking for, you can find them. That way you can be a part of a church family that preaches and believes this glorious gospel and will help you in your relationship with God and help you get all the way to heaven. Another website I'd love you to check out is PentecostalPublishing.com. You can get some fantastic resources. I've got a couple of books on there. Simplify, the devotional that launched this podcast, as well as 10 Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments. Those are both on PentecostalPublishing.com. And if you use promo code SIMPLIFY, you will get 10% off at your next checkout if you've not already used that promo code before. It is a one-use promo code. So be sure to use promo code SIMPLIFY at least once, and you'll get 10% off of your entire order. Next week, I want to share with you a devotion called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. These last couple of weeks, we've talked about creation, namely about the universe, earth, the skies, the stars. But this next week, I want to talk about how amazing God created us. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week. And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.